Can you stop addiction? Of course you can. <laughs> That's the beauty about recovery. There have been so many advances over the last 85 years. Welcome again to another episode of the 1% in Recovery podcast, where we talk about laughing. You've got to laugh every day, you've got to work hard every day, and you've got to love unconditionally. If you are laughing, working, and loving unconditionally, you're going to have a great day and you will be productive. Now out, the Recovery Growth Scorecard. Now, this is using metrics so each and every person can detox, can heal, can have the best day. There are ways to do that. What you do in live meetings or even in Zoom meetings, but also get that natural dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. There are so many things that you can do to start. You have to rewire your brain. Or if you've already rewired your brain, you've been in recovery for a while, you've got to maintain this excellent living, healthy living. Healthy living is not a, is not a goal. It is a journey. <laughs> That's, I mean, I just get so excited about recovery because I get to either go to a meeting, I get to hug people, I get to work out, I get to read, I get to journal, I get to pray, I get to eat good food, I get to laugh, listen to music, all those wonderful things. So you should be getting this Recovery court Growth Scorecard. It is free, 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 free. Go to www.lifeiswonderful.love, L-O-V-E, or email me, Hugo V at lifeiswonderful.love. Now let's get into this week's episode. We are talking about the very beginning, whether we're talking about either right before you start step one and you've been to a few meetings or you've kind of, if you relapse and you're coming back in, you're kind of dealing with step one, or if you just kind of want to review on what to do to get that foundation. You know, that foundation is understanding, number one, that you cannot do or act into your addiction. But before all that, we really have to get to the basis because we're trying to get to why are you doing this? Why do all this work? If there was no carrot, no pot of gold, no goal, dream, then a lot of this would feel like prison, like some type of sentence, like some type of chore. Man, you should be waking up each day in recovery and saying, you know, I am no longer popping pills, smoking, snorting, injecting, drinking, gambling, having sex with the wrong people, eating all kinds of bad food, video games, shopping just endlessly. Focus on you. You deserve to live your best life. You lived it. You deserve to be on top of the world. That's why I get so excited. Anytime I just get to smile, <laughs> laugh every day, we are just having some fun. But you know, so it, to me, I rewrote these steps for a reason. And in the beginning, I don't know why I rewrote them. I just happened to be at that retreat. I've told this story over and over. Someone asked me to close a retreat. I decided to rewrite the 12 steps of recovery. Make them short and sweet. And that first one is always key. Addiction, whatever your addiction lies to you. 
Until you get that, you are not going to get very far. It's no different than if you open up the cabinets underneath your kitchen sink and you see that liquid Drano or Clorox or any type of clear cleaning supply. And there's that green man with the X across it where he's vomiting, going, ah, but that's how you have to view addiction. Stop thinking about it. Anytime you think about gambling, you see that ugly green man throwing up. That's what you need to think about. Anytime you think you want to drink, you need to think that it is poison. It is poison. Pills and drugs, they're all poison. God, can we just get a hallelujah? Stop thinking about the addiction. Stop thinking about what you want in life. What type of relationships? That's why I always talk about we got to send out these this the goal spreadsheet, your dream spreadsheet. It always begins with that character, that category family. Because when you die and you start writing out your eulogy, the first thing that people always talk about is your family and your faith. And that's why the second column or second spreadsheet is about what are your spiritual goals? I have to know your family goals and your spiritual goals first. That is your foundation. And then what is key, because it is so vital, is your health goals and your finance goals. I got to know what type of life you want to live and what type of money you want to make. And the ones that, I mean, they're pretty much tied into is because education, which education is also kind of career goals. And what are your social hobby goals? And that is the base. That's how you're going to do this deal. Stop worrying about, oh, I'm getting anxious. I'm going to throw in the towel. I'm going to self-sabotage. I'm going to do something to F up my recovery. Man, recovery is a journey you get to live in each and every day and do the things that really move you forward. That's why I talk so much about the 12 Steps Explained. And now out, this other new course, Strong Character, Strong Leader Blueprint. You know, we talk a lot about the 12 spiritual principles. They are 12 character traits. In reality, this is now I am kind of like reinventing on how to really attack. And I mean attack because this is war. When you're dealing with all the BS that's out there, all the messaging that you get from advertising, from any other type of corporation that wants you to induce you with some alcohol, thinking that you're going to win some money gambling and that gambling is entertainment or money investment. Wrong. Gambling is gambling and you will lose because all the odds are against you. It's not a fair fight. And alcohol will not allow you to sleep. It will do devastation on all your organs and your brain. Just do the basic biology. It does not take much to figure out what drugs do to you and what activities do to you. And sleeping with the wrong people Man, you're just risking all kinds of negative outcomes. Talking about whether it's just STDs, pregnancies, all that type of stuff. But that's why we got to keep focusing on the key thing is, is what do you want in life? What type of life do you want? And it always has to begin with, especially about us. And here's the thing. Most of the time, the reason we have so much pain inside, and yes, there most of us have being bullied, verbal abuse. Some of us even have sexual, physical abuse. There's other types of trauma 
whether it was an accident, survivor's guilt, movie, something that really just traumatic happened, even just going through school. School can be very traumatic, but it also can be very uplifting if you have successes, you have those accomplishments. But that is the key. We have to get in it. But in deep down is we have never really learned how to deal with rejection, how to be much more resilient, which in turn means that we have that self-love. I can tell so many addicts just need to understand self-love. If we love ourselves, we wouldn't be doing all this abuse. We are the single biggest abuser to ourselves with our addictions. And the only way out is as if we just stop digging. And we start to move forward. And that is that beauty. And I got to say, you got to write down your goals. They don't exist if they're in your head. They have to be on paper. They have to be in the computer. And then, but part of that comes with that character. And that's why I delve into all this stuff. Like the first three, I give you these questions about honesty, about hope, about faith. And I'll tell you about the first question. Are you truly truthful with yourself? Are you living a truthful life? Are you open and honest on who you want to be and who you want around you? Yes, that might mean something very painful in either ending relationships or having minimal contact with relationships. A lot of times people think that they have to completely cut people out. Not necessarily. A lot of people did not support me when I decided to go into 12-step rooms to deal with alcohol, when I decided to go into therapy. I didn't cut them out, but I decided, you know, they were not really healthy, supportive, listening right now. I'm going to put a pause, or if I have to very minimally have contact, whether it's some type of family or your alma mater, or some type of friend group, you can always be in control in how much contact you have with people. So I'm a big believer in getting the people that are supportive in around you. But you've got to be living a truthful life. That's why, in, on, in some ways, the first question on honesty, on strong character, works with the first question of the 12 steps explained. Because if you're honest with what you want in life, and that's all types of goals, not only the family, what are your big, fine? you can have big type financial goals. You can have a lot of different sexual goals, travel goals, career goals, you know, connections with what you want to do with religion or spirituality, connections with God, higher power, the great mystery. Do all that and you start moving forward. And we're going to continue about dealing with step one on how to really get this foundation. But this is going to end this episode of The 1% in Recovery. Life is wonderful.